Suddenly, right in front of her, a man emerged from the fog like a warrior. Late thirties, tall. At least six foot three, she would guess. With a slender build and well-toned muscles covered attractively in fair English skin. His thick black hair almost touched his shoulders. His strong face, the face of a dark angel, looked straight ahead before it registered the coming motion. His eyes. Madeline was sure that it was his eyes that caused such an electrifying reaction in her body. Dark, smoky gray eyes. Intense, captivating, and striking. Because Madeline had spent so much time evaluating the beauty of the human being in front of her, she didn't have any time to adjust her speed or steer herself away from the imminent collision. She would have been knocked off her feet and landed on her backside if he hadn't grabbed her. God damn it! Don't you look when you run, Kieran? The words were out before she could edit them. She had called his name, which meant she had to think with lightning speed right now to explain herself to explain that she was not a stalker. Her thoughts ran rampant. She could tell him it wasn't him she was after. She wanted his company. No, she didn't want his company. She needed the guy who worked in his company. Hmm. But that wouldn't explain how she knew his name. Maybe she should tell him she's a psychic. No, again, that would be a lie, and it wouldn't go down well. Her thoughts tangled in a mushy mess and she felt as if her face was on fire. Kieran released Madeline after a swivel to balance the running momentum so that they both regained their footing. Excuse me, he said. Sorry, it was my fault. I should have kept right. No, I mean left. Is that an offense, to run on the wrong side of a pedestrian path in a public park in New York? She wanted to swoon with a sexy accent, but her suspicion had gotten a better judgment of her. Madeline narrowed her eyes. How do you know I'm from New York? Your accent gave it away. I have a lot of business dealings in New York. I can tell. Kieran grinned. Her heart skipped a beat when she saw that grin. For pity's sake, you're 33, not a teenager, Madeline. Focus. Kieran drank from his bottle water and sat down on the bench. I don't think my name is written on my forehead. Talk to your PR department. I'm the reporter who's been bugging them for the past few days to get an interview. Of course I know your name. That was lame, she thought. Kieran didn't have a public profile, and she couldn't even get a decent picture of him. But she couldn't think of anything else, so she settled with a statement. Kieran nodded politely and waited. Oh, I'm Madeline Rue from The Trumpet. Madeline reached her hand out for a handshake. The Trumpet? She didn't need to look at Kieran's face to see his expression. Oh, we're certainly not the New York Times or anything. I beg your pardon. I didn't mean to offend. He stood up quickly from the bench to return the handshake before she withdrew her hand. Madeline laughed. You have to do a lot better than that to offend me. We're young, small, and not a mainstream magazine. Of course you've never heard of us. Kieran smiled. How off-stream are you? Well, let's just say we're a bit quirky in our approach to serious issues. Kieran murmured, Ah, interesting. So you don't just blow the whistle. You blow the whole magnificent trumpet to the glory. Madeline laughed. You've got it, Kieran.
She suddenly realized that she hadn't laughed for days. It felt good, but it was much too friendly. Madeline tilted her head to look behind Kieran. He turned, looking in the same direction. What are you looking for? Bodyguards? Kieran looked at Madeline blankly. Then he just laughed. You think I have bodyguards with me when I go running? Who do you think I am? A prince? Practically, Madeline muttered. I beg your pardon? His smile faded. Well, what do you expect people to think? Your family isn't media-friendly. Your company has more security than the military. Nobody knows anything about your family. It is more difficult to approach you than it is to make an appointment to see the Queen. Well, that's because the Queen has to answer to her people. We don't have to answer to anyone. Or you'd have everyone answer to you.